1: your Faithful Giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church. forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
0: Matter of fact, can I just get you to stand? It's the first Sunday in the building and online. Can I get you to stand wherever you're at? It's the first Sunday. It's the first fruit of this entire month, which means what we do today determines what happens the rest of this month can you just say lord i'm open and i'm ready let's say it together i'm in my year of jubilee i'm expecting celebration emancipation and restoration every day in jesus name amen so god we tell you that we are open we tell you that we are ready speak to us lord come on tell them, tell them, say speak lord i'm open and i'm ready say answer every prayer Give clarity and direction. You're into me like that. You're into the details of my life. And it's all about to come together. Oh my God, that feels good to me. Come on, say it's all about to come together. It's all about to make sense. Every step, every stop, every sadness, every suffering. It's all about to make sense. In Jesus' name. On your way to your seat, fist bump or high-five somebody and just tell them, say, God's into the details. God's into the details. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. So we're starting this new series today called The God of the Details. In Psalm 37, 23, the Bible says this, the Lord directs the steps. We're already in here. Which means, watch me, God directs your starts. It means God directs your stops. It means God directs your suddenlies. And because he directs them, he does not have to discuss them with you. Is anybody in here or online beside me where you have seen God start some things and you were like, why am I doing this? You've seen God stop some things, and you're like, why is this stopping? You've seen some things happen suddenly, and suddenly can be good or not as good. And you're like, why did this happen? And because he directs these things, this means God does not have to discuss these things with you. And let's take it further. It means that these things do not have to make sense to you. He directs your starts, your stops, your seventies, and he doesn't discuss it with you. It doesn't have to make sense to you. I just need you to clap your hands and thank God why that he's directing your steps. I don't have to understand this. but he directed it it doesn't have to make sense to me but he directed it i don't know why i did what i did but he directed it i don't know why they did what they did but he directed it it bible says the lord directs the steps of the godly and another word for godly is the righteous so who's the righteous who's the godly somebody say i am i am Romans 3, it says, but the righteousness of God is by the faith of Yeshua. That's his Hebrew name, Yeshua the Messiah, unto every person and also upon every person who believes in him. Which means the moment I become a believer, he makes me righteous. He makes me godly. He puts me in right standing with him. Here's your shout and celebration is that, watch me, the reason that I can live righteously is because he's already made me righteous. I'm not trying to become I am so I can do. This is important because some of you, you grew up in environments and you grew up with teaching where you had to perform in order to become. But instead, I am so I can perform. You'll catch it in a minute. See, when you know who you are, it automatically changes what you do. So because I am godly, I can act godly. Because I am righteous, I can act righteous. I'm not doing these things to become godly or to become righteous. Because I am, I can do these things. Why is that important? Because I don't have to live my life trying to be a pretender. I just have to be who he made me to be. And he made me righteous and he made me godly. So the Bible says that God directs the steps of the godly. Pay attention. He delights. Psalm thirty-seven twenty-three. the rest of the verse. He delights in every detail of their lives. This shouts means like nothing else you've ever seen. Why? Why? Because God says, I'm into the details of your life. Oh, my God. He says, I'm into who you are, where you are, where you going, what you're doing. I'm into the details of your life. And even though certain things may seem like God's not paying attention to the details, he is. Can you touch somebody close to you? Type it in the comments online. Say, he's into the details. He's in. He's into the details. And here's what I love about the Lord. Is that while he directs my steps, let's be honest, he even holds us up when we don't follow the directions. Because maybe I'm the only one, but I think there's some others where you had clear directions and you still did your own thing. Is there anybody that can be honest in this building in the line where you did your own thing? You said, I'm grown, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm a man. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm a woman. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm this. I'm going to do what i want to do. And you did your own thing and you completely watch me. I like Lion King. You deliberately disobeyed God. That's what your foster told somebody. He said, you deliberately disobeyed me. And for some, you have deliberately disobeyed God. But here's your shout. Psalm 94, 18. When I said my feet are slipping, good God, your mercy, O Lord, continue to hold me up. Which means even when I didn't follow the directive and my feet started slipping. Because if you directed my steps, I wouldn't be slipping had I followed the directions. I'm only slipping because I did my own thing. But even when I said I'm slipping, God says, let me hold you up. Is there anybody in this building or online where God has ever held you up, where he's ever kept you, where he's ever sustained you, where he's ever provided for you, where he's ever protected you? You should have died. You should have lost everything. You should be dead in your grave. You should be homeless. You should be sleeping under a bridge, but God. Oh my God, would you touch three people and just tell them, say, but God, but God, but God. But God, but God, but God. Come on online, but God, but God, but God. He held me up. I thought I was gonna die, but he held me up. I thought I couldn't take it, but he held me up. You thought it was over for you, but God held you up. Let's go. Listen, your life, your life isn't accidental. It's divinely providential. Romans 8, 28, one of my favorite scriptures. Amplified goes into details. The amplifier version literally means what it says. It amplifies it. It takes certain words and it makes makes it bigger. It's like a speaker. A speaker is an amplifier of sound. So uh, it takes what I'm saying into this mic, and it amplifies it so that you can hear me in this building and online. That's the Amplified Bible. So Romans 828, and we know, watch this, with great confidence— In other words, I'm sure. I'm so sure that my sure is sure. I'm so sure that my sure is sure about my surety about being sure. And we know that God, who is deeply concerned about us, see, people may not give two cents about you. People may not care what happens in your life, but you need to know you have a God that's deeply concerned about you. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, he's deeply concerned about me. He's concerned about my coming. He's concerned about my going. He's concerned about my mental health. He's concerned about my physical health. He's concerned about where I go. He's concerned about what I do. He's concerned about the details of my life. Why? He's a good father. And every good father is concerned about what's going on with their children. He's deeply concerned about, watch me, about us. And he causes all things to work together. Let's stop right there. It didn't say that he causes all things to work. Some of you are angry and you're frustrated because things haven't worked. But watch me. But just because it didn't work, it does not mean it's not going to work together you're mad that this relationship didn't work but why are you mad what you just discovered is that this is not a part of my future let's talk you're mad that this job didn't work out why are you mad This just discovered that that's not a part of your future the bible doesn't say that he causes all things to work Mm-mm. it says he causes all things to work together this means he's gonna take the good the bad and the ugly he's gonna put that stuff together flour by itself watch me would be disgusting to eat it would be disgusting to eat watch me a raw egg by itself i know some people do that for protein i think that's disgusting A raw egg by itself okay to me that's disgusting drinking oil by itself is disgusting but when i put that flour and that egg and that oil together i got batter y'all ain't gonna say nothing when I put these ingredients together I have something that tastes good together what if I told you that when you look at your life in individual segments watch me it doesn't taste good doesn't look good doesn't feel good but God's about to take all of these individual things that you thought were disconnected he's about to put them in a bowl stir that thing up and he's about to make that thing work together as a plan for your good To those that love God, we're about to move on, but I need to make sure I got a church full of people in the building and the line that love God. If you love him, would you pop up on your feet, open up your mouth, and tell him that you love him? I love you because you first love me. I love you because you care about me. I love you because you're my savior. I love you because you're my provider. I love you, Jesus, and I worship and adore you. Just got to tell you, I love you, More than anything, come on, fist bump somebody. Say, I love him. 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 Oh my God! I may not get much further than this. I love him. 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 Even when I conspire to turn on him, I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. Even when you were ready to give up, he was still right there, and so I love him. 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 I know too much about him. You cannot make me doubt him. Woo, come on. Everybody just shout, I love you, Jesus. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I I can stay stuck right there because I love him. Somebody say, I love him. As a plan for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and his purpose. Somebody say, that's me. You are in the earth because you're part of his plan and you're part of his purpose. So this verse applies to you. Here's what I love about it is God has a plan for what you didn't plan for. He says he causes all things to work together, which means all of these individual things by themselves may not make sense. They may not feel good. They may not taste good. Um, uh, they, they may not even uh, be something that's Understandable. I like watching the Food Network. Anybody else like the Food Network? Wait a minute. I like watching the Food Network. This is my last working in the Food Network, because I can't cook. So I like watching other people do it, and vicariously, I feel good about um, my non-cooking through watching them cook, all Right? I like to watch them cook. It's crazy they have all these different ingredients laid out that are in separate containers. Pay attention. And when you're dealing with somebody that knows what they're doing, they can take all of these individual ingredients that don't seem to go together all the time. Uh, it, it amazed me how much sugar is in barbecue. It amazed me how much sugar uh, goes in rubs for barbecue. I love barbecue. Anybody else love barbecue? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I love me some good brisket. Listen, y'all ain't said nothing to me right there. I love barbecue. Now, what's amazing to me is, is I thought there's a lot of protein, a lot of protein. And it is a lot of protein. What amazes me is how much brown sugar and white sugar and all that goes into it. Watch me. You never know why because when you have the right person working things together you can't even taste what's there what if i told you that in the next three months you're not even gonna taste the bitterness no more you're not even gonna taste the sadness no more oh my god you're not even gonna taste what made you want to give up anymore you're not gonna taste it because god is so good at what he does he's into the details he's gonna make it all work together Touch your neighbor one more time, so he's going to make it work together. Let's go. Let's go. So, so he's into the details. And so Acts 17, 26 says this. Having determined their appointed time, so God's into timing, and the boundaries of their lands and territory. So God is into the details. He's into the who about you. He's into who you are. He's into who is around you. There are some people that God said they are not qualified to come with you into your future. He's into the who he's into the what he's into what you're doing he's into what's going on he's into what happening he's into your where do you not know that where you live is literally uh, strategic by god now pay attention um your name is strategic your name is prophetic he's into the details you were named what you were to prophesy what you would do can i teach now in the scripture abraham Before he's Abraham, his name is Abram. Um, And the significance of adding the H in his name was Abram in covenant with Yahweh. So every time you said Abraham, you were reminding heaven, and you were reminding the earth, and you were reminding Abraham and the covenant that God made with him. Well, what's that covenant? He says, you'll be the father of many nations. So whenever God wanted to change somebody's future, he changed their name. My name, my first name, now pay attention. Don't be mad at me. My first name means good looking. All I'm saying is that's what my mama named me. And, and listen, I don't see where the lie is. Listen, okay. All right, wait a minute. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm, being funny, I'm being funny. I'm being funny. I'm being funny. I'm being funny. Okay, being funny. But, but literally, my first name uh, was actually of, of, from an Ireland saint. Who literally pay attention his entire assignment his entire assignment on the earth was that he set Ireland on fire his entire assignment was to spread the gospel to Ireland that's where my first name comes from my middle name means close to God pay attention my last name means overseer so my name means a handsome overseer that's close to God that sets people on fire now I'm only saying that so that you know what your name means So how, Bishop, how did you become Bishop for me? Because my name prophesied it. Bishop, how are you close to God? My name prophesied it. How do you take a mic and set people on fire, getting people to get on planes to fly to cities to get baptized and this, that, and the other? You want to know why? Because my name prophesies it. Would you touch somebody and say, what's your name mean? What's your name mean? And some of you, you've never looked up what your name means. You need to look it up. In Hebrew, you need to get as close as you can to the Hebrew meaning so you can see what your name prophesies, because your name literally is telling you what your assignment is in the earth. Where you live is prophetic. Pay attention. Right now, I'm preaching to you from Denver, Colorado. Denver means valley that was once green. This is where you have the community called Green Valley Ranch. That's what Denver means. Valley that was once green. Um, We began uh, harvest in Aurora. Aurora means something like a phenomena. It means this doesn't make sense how this is happening. There's no natural explanation for this. Y'all better talk to me. So God says, watch me i will set you in a valley where do we see a valley in scripture in ezekiel 37 god sets the man of god in a valley and says cam these dry bones live and he says oh lord only you know which means pay attention why did we get our start in a valley because god says if you can do it there shut your mouth you can do it anywhere y'all better talk to me harvest let your church prophesy to you that if you can start where you're at you're going to be able to succeed anywhere it was a valley of dry bones. So what was my assignment? To come to a place and be in a place that was dry, but speak light, to raise up an army, to raise up people for God's glory. And then watch me, it went beyond the valley. So then we became hybrid and went beyond the valley. And so God used coronavirus to make us bigger and stronger than we had ever been before, all for God's glory. You got to hear me. And an army walked out of that valley. So, why do you live where you live? It's prophetic. Why Atlanta, the the city uh, of Atlanta, the bird that represents Atlanta is the mythological creature, it's the phoenix. And that phoenix literally means to rise from the ashes, which means, pay attention, it's the reinvention, it's the evolution, it's the next step, it's the next stage. Some of you, you got to hear me, where you are is prophetic because God's emptied the details of who you are, of what's going on, of where you are, of why, of the how, and of the when. Say timing matters to God. Timing matters so much that the Bible uses the Hebrew calendar. Um, The Hebrew calendar is different than the Gregorian calendar that we use, which goes from January through December, named after Pope Gregory the 13th. No, the Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar. And that hebrew calendar i've taught you well you should know this has seven major feasts that the bible says are to be honored forever four in the spring three in the fall totaling seven seven is the biblical number of shalom it's the biblical number of completion so when i honor the feast i invite shalom when i honor what's important to god i invite completion into my life pay close attention because we are almost to where we're getting the first of those feasts is the feast of trumpets it's when the year changes over the reason you see this gold sign behind me in denver is because that's the new year that you're in. You've exited the spiritual year 5783, and you've entered the spiritual year 5784. And pay attention. Four means to create. You're about to create the life you want. You better hear me. You better hear me. You will not be boxed in to people's expectations. You will not be boxed in to your own expectations. You're not going to be boxed in to the little life you had planned. You serve too big of a God to live too small of a life. I need you to make sure you're next to another creator. I need you to know, make sure you're next to somebody that's about to speak some things into existence and call things that be not as though they were. Come on, 915 in Denver and line. Say, I'm about to create my future. I, why? I'm going to do it the same way God created in the garden. He opened his mouth and he spoke it. I'm about to speak some. Matter of fact, I need us to take 10 seconds right here. I need you to speak over the next 12 months of your life. And I speak you'll be debt free. And I speak that God's going to make every dream come to pass. And I speak that you're going to have the right people at the right place at the right time. And I speak that every door you need will be open. Every gate you need to possess, you will be the gatekeeper. Come on, would you elbow somebody and say, let's create, let's create. My God. All right, all right, all right. Let's go four, 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 four in the garden, in the garden of Eden. When we see Adam, the Bible says there's one river that breaks into four river heads. These four river heads bring Adam everything that he needs. The Bible says it brings him gold, bdellium, onyx, etc. which means for pay attention. It's not just creating for means that what I need comes to me okay for some of you you've been chasing what you need and 5784 what what you need is about to come to you okay in other words in other words watch me you're about to go from overlooked to overbooked. y'all better talk to me you're gonna go from unknown to watch me to well known you're gonna go from back then they didn't want you but i made it to 5784 and now they all up on you they said you weren't gonna be much but now they're about to see God make you into much. Everything I need is about to flow to me. Please speak that out of your mouth. Say everything I need is about to flow to me. Let's go. So the year has changed. You're in the spiritual year 5784. But then number two, the, the, the second fall feast is the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, which we honored this past Wednesday. I taught you the four things, four things, four things, the four things that we must do according to Isaiah 58 because the fasting on the day of atonement and honoring the day of atonement, it has specific blessing that God has promised for that fast that he attaches to no other fast. Fasting by itself is powerful. Mark 9, 29, the Bible says that some things only happen with fasting and prayer, but with this particular fast, the Bible says certain things only happen uh, that are connected to that particular fast. And then finally, today, The day that we're on. Say the day that we're on. on. Now, it's called the Feast of Tabernacles. Say tabernacles. tabernacles. These feasts were times that God meets with us. In other words, there was an open heaven, no interference, no impediment, no blockage. You've heard me teach about Daniel from Daniel 10. Daniel prays the day he prays, the Lord sends his answer, but the answer is delayed because there's an impediment, there's an interference, there's blockage. What's the blockage? There was a spirit that was assigned to the region that the enemy assigned to Daniel to stop Daniel from getting his answer. And for some of you, you're mad at God saying, where's my answer? That, that, that must mean. He answered you the moment you prayed for it. What the delay has been is the impediment, the interference, and the blockage. Pay attention. There was a spirit assigned to Daniel that was assigned to Persia. He was known as the Prince of Persia. He was a principality that governed the region of Persia. And his entire responsibility was to run interference over things, watch me, for the nation. Pay attention. So if these are things for the nation, why are you assigned to Daniel? If, you, if these are things that are supposed to be assigned to the nation of Persia, why in the world are you assigned to Daniel? And I need some of you to hear me. You're a much bigger deal than you know. Because the enemy has sent things against you that are way bigger than you. And you're like David looking at Goliath saying, why am I facing this obstacle? It's because it's an indication, watch me, not of where you are. It's an indication of what you're about to do. It's an indication not of the seat you currently occupy. It's an indication of the seat you are about to occupy. David, you are a shepherd boy, but you're about to be a king over the nation. And for some of y'all, you work in the department, you're about to run it. Let's talk. For some of y'all, you worked in that organization, you're about to run it. You worked for somebody, you're about to have people working for you. There's about to be a revelation of why you've had the opposition and interference and blockage that you've had. Would you look at somebody and say, why has it been so much for me? Tell them. Say, because God's about to do much through you. This is why it's been so much for you. This is why it's been so intense for you. It's because God's about to do something through you. Somebody say, it's all about to make sense. Ah, God, damn. say it. Say it, It's all about to make sense. So watch. So watch. So, so so Daniel had to fast and pray for heaven to open for the answer to get through. Open heaven just means there's no interference, no impediment, no blockage. So um, during the feast, that's exactly what it is. It's no impediment, no interference, no blockage. Pay attention, which means God says, I will get you answers quickly. I will make things clear quickly. I will make things shift quickly. I'll answer you quickly because watch me, there's an open heaven. You ready? Even when you when you parts of you say uh, you're too tired, God said, I'll renew your strength quickly. You might be having one conversation with yourself at 801 and talk yourself out of that negativity by 802 because God says there's no impediment. There's no blockage. There's no interference. If there's no interference, pay attention, football fans. If there's no interference, this means whatever pass I throw will be caught and it will go to the end zone. Let me see if I can make it very clear. For some of you, the reason things have been so difficult is because every play you run, you're dealing with a defense coming against you an opposition coming against you but what if i told you you better hit me today we started the feast of tabernacles which lasts uh, for several days what if i told you you're about to run some plays watch me with no pass interference you're about to run some plays that there's going to be no blockage you're going to run some plays where there's going to be no interference so we today today we began what's known as the feast of tabernacles and in the bible It has three, um, uh, actually several different names. I'll focus on the three most prevalent. It's the Feast of Sukkoth, the Feast of Booths, or the Feast of Tents. Now, that starts today, and it has three significant meanings because God's into timing. Say, God's into timing. God's into details. Say, God's into the details. So because he's into these things, pay attention, we got to know what these things mean. He's into the details like that. So here's number one. Number one, this is going to make me shout. Number one. Feast of Tabernacles represents temporary dwellings. Listen to me, lived in. If you don't shout with me, 9 15, I'm walking off these days. Temporary dwellings lived in while harvesting. I'll wait. I'll wait for your shout. 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 Ah! I'll wait for your shout. I'll wait for your shout. Would you look at somebody and say, it's not comfortable? It's not been convenient. It's not how you calculate it. Say, but it's temporary. Oh my God, it's temporary. I know it's not comfortable, but it's temporary. I know it don't feel good, but it's temporary. I know it's a lot of change, but it's temporary. Pay attention. I got this mat. I got this mat, because let's just be honest. If I had to roll this mat out, if I had to roll this mat out, sleeping on this, Probably wouldn't be very comfortable uh, sleeping on this. Matter of fact, let's test it out. Come on, let's, let's test it out. Test it out. Test it out, test it out for me. Let's test it out for me. Let me get it all ready for you. Okay. Can you just lay on that and tell me if it's comfortable? From so a scale of zero, not comfortable, at all five, very comfortable. Where you at? Zero. Okay. Well, maybe it's because your head is on the thing. Put your head on it. let's see, maybe. Yeah, okay. It's good. Zero to five. Where's that? Zero. Still not comfortable. Okay. Pay attention. Okay. Come on up. Let me, let me go. Okay. me? Pay attention. Everybody, pay attention. Everybody, pay attention. Pay attention. You think that because it's not comfortable that you're not conquering. Okay, watch me. The only time they would dwell in the tents or the booths, watch me, was when they were harvesting. You're not listening which means, pay attention, when it's finally time for you to see what you've sown for, possess what you've prayed for, to walk in what you've wor- worked for and worship for, here's what God says, watch me. God says, it's not gonna be comfortable. When it's harvest time, how do I know it's harvest time? Because I'm not comfortable right now. Is there anybody? <laughs> beside me, where you're not comfortable in some areas of your life right now? Can I tell you what time it is? It's your harvest time. You're about to see what you've sown for. You're about to walk in what you worship for. You're about to possess what you pray for. Hold on, no, leave it right there. Leave it right there. Leave it right there, right there. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. How do I know? Because I mean, when is it going to be my harvest time? Well, are you uncomfortable? <laughs> That's me. Are you dealing with inconveniences? Is this not how you calculate it? Because if you can answer yes to any of those three, this means that you are in your harvesting. I need everybody where you can identify with one of those three. I'm going to give you five seconds to worship God that you just found out. This ain't a wilderness. This is harvest. Hey! This ain't punishment. This is harvest. You only live there when you're harvesting, which means I'm about to get my fruit. I'm about to get my productivity. I'm about to get my progress. I'm collecting some things. I'm stacking some things. It's harvest time. Say it's harvest time. Let's go. It's temporary dwellings lived in only while harvesting, which means when they were comfortable, Watch me in their own homes, when they were comfortable in their own environments, when they were comfortable with the way everything was going, See, for some of you watch me, you have to be careful because you will literally rebuke your own harvest. You rebuke it because you say, this is not comfortable. God, I want out. And he says, but this is your harvest, though. And if you get out of this, you will lose your harvest. They only lived in them when they were harvesting. Inconvenient. If you're currently dealing with some things that are not convenient. See, we live in a culture that relishes and that loves convenience. But God says, if you relish and love convenience, then you won't enjoy harvesting because they had to literally they literally had to set up a tent, a booth, a sukah. They had to set it up next to the field so that they could go get their harvest. You're not listening. They 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 had to they had to come into a temporary scenario. They all ain't going to talk to me. <laughs> they had to they had to go into a temporary scenario so they that they, they could get the harvest because it required watch me a relocation it required them to be closer to their harvest it required them to be closer to the field so when they got close to it they were able to now take their harvest and take it into the tent, take their harvest, take it into the tent, take their harvest, take it into the tent, get their harvest, take it into the tent, because you could not make this trip all the way home every day. And so you had to stay in your tent. You had to stay in your booth while you were getting your harvest. We're about to move on. There's only two things, two more things I got to give you. But can I just get you to touch somebody close to you, please? And make this declaration and say it's harvest time for you. Uh uh-uh. when they say that they should have put a praise behind that would you find you a second neighbor and just tell them say it's harvest time for you matter of fact let's get a bonus neighbor, get a third one say it's harvest time for you and online can you tag somebody can you share it with somebody this is not wilderness this is not punishment this is harvest this is harvest and harvest this is our name which means we don't mind being uncomfortable for a little while. We don't mind inconvenience for a little while. We don't mind it not being how we calculated for a little while, why? Because there's a harvest that God has for us. Number two, number two, number two, the Feast of Tabernacles represents the transition. So pay attention, number one, it's temporary tense. Number two, it's transition from Egypt into the wilderness into the promise. Pay attention. It's transition from Egypt, 430 years of bondage, into the wilderness, wandering for 40 years, into the promise. Leviticus 23, 43. I made the Israelites live in temporary, look at the screen, in temporary shelters. I mean, I brought them out of the land of Egypt. Here's a good place to bless the Lord. If you feel like nothing is settled, this tells you you're not in Egypt. If you feel... Like there's a lot of transition around you. This tells you, you are not in Egypt. Because in Egypt, everything was settled. In Egypt, everything was sure. In Egypt, you knew exactly what to expect. But watch me. But when they made their way out of Egypt, the Lord says, I made them. And for some of you, you've been fighting to get certain things to be a, a, a way that you would prefer. And God says, nope, you're going to be in temporary shelters. What if I told you it was God that shut your purchase contract down? Uh-oh. Why? Because God says, you are on your way to a promise, but I don't want you to purchase in a wilderness. Mm. You are on your way to something, but I don't want you to settle. Uh, I don't want you to settle while you're in transition. Here it is, Exodus 13, 17. When they came out of Egypt, God did not lead them along the main road that runs to the Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said, if the people are faced with the battle, they might change their minds and they might return to Egypt. Verse 18. So God led them. Here it is. In a roundabout way. Through the wilderness, like an army ready for battle. So pay attention. So God, okay, you got us in these tents on our way out of Egypt. In Egypt, we had houses. Talk to me. In Egypt, we knew exactly where the food was coming from. Now we got to depend on manna to fall from heaven. In Egypt, we knew exactly where the meat was going to come from. Now you got to send quail. In Egypt, we knew exactly where the water was coming from. Now we got to speak to rocks. We knew, watch me, we knew everything, but that didn't require faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. See, what you're feeling right now is just God saying, you about to walk by faith. Harvest, what we're in the process of doing right now, God says, you got to walk by faith. And we're walking together. Hey! And we're walking together. I'm almost done. But would you just elbow somebody and say, we're walking together. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness. Like an army ready for battle. On Wednesday, I'm going to teach you what all of this was. Like, what was all this roundabout way? So pay attention. God says, I never take you to straight line. I could could shut the whole message down right there. God never takes you to straight line. Here's how you plan for life. I'm going to do this. And then at 25, I'm going to do this. And then at 30, I'm going to do this. Then at 35, I'm going to do this. Then at 37, I'm going to do this. Then at 38, I'm going to do this. Then at 40, I'm going to do this. Then at 45, I'm going to do this. Then at 50 I'm going to do this. The, you had a plan like that. God says, mm let me back that thing up. He said, we're going to go the roundabout way. So watch me. You, you, your plans from your 20s, some of you still haven't completed in your 40s. Why? Because you weren't ready yet. He had to let you get like a fine wine so that when you got to a certain place, you'd know exactly what to do. You wouldn't waste it. Can I tell everybody under the sound of my voice? God has taken you a roundabout way. It's not been this linear progression. It's been up. It's been down. Tossed around. Almost to the ground. But Vicki Wine said, but as long as I got King Jesus. Long, long, long as I got them, don't need nobody else. It's a roundabout. I hate roundabouts, Tony. I hate roundabouts. I loathe roundabouts. I I think they are disgusting. You know why? Because it's not linear. I like A, B, C. A roundabout is A, somebody got to circle around, And somebody else got to circle around, and somebody else got to circle around, and I'm waiting on my turn. I'm waiting on my turn, and I'm seeing things that, watch me, if I'm not careful, I'll miss my exit, and I'll be right back where I started. And for some of you, God has taken you on a roundabout, because God says, there's something I'm protecting your eyes from. I don't want you to see certain things. I don't want you to deal with certain things because it might make you want to go back to Egypt. It might, come on, can I preach? It might make you want to go back to that relationship. It might make you want to go back to that person. It might make you want to go back to your old life. It might make you want to start dropping it like it's hot again. It might make you start wanting to twerk. It might make you go back to the bottle. It might make you go back to the pipe. But God, I'm protecting your eyes. I'm protecting your eyes so that you don't see what makes you want to go back. I'm almost done, but high five somebody said, God was protecting your eyes. Last thing, last thing. We got to go. 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 I'm preaching like I ain't got to do this in Atlanta tonight. Let's go. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Number number one, temporary dwellings. Number two, transition from Egypt. Number three, touched by God's glory. Look at me. It says, it says 2 chronicles 5 3 at the festival of booths which is feast of tabernacles okay that's another name for it. it says um this is solomon let me give you context solomon has just completed work on the temple he built it he just finally completed this stage in this project mm, mm. verse 6 it's the Feast of Booths or Tabernacles. In verse 6, the Bible says that they were offering countless sacrifices. This is why, another reason, you see how sacrifices appear again during the feast of during the Fall Feast? See, it's all throughout the scripture. You never see a feast time where people didn't sacrifice something um, of significance. Hear me, it's not a sacrifice if you don't feel it when you give it. When you, you, for your Fall Feast sacrifice, you should feel that seed that you're sowing. You should be like, oh my God. Oh my God, this, ooh, Jesus, I could do this with this, I could do this with this, but it's a sacrifice. Let me show you what your sacrifice does. Verse 13, the singers praise and they thank the Lord in unison, accompanied by the musical instruments. So they're sacrificing. So pay attention. They have the right time. Watch me. They have the right people. They have the right sacrifice. And here's what they're saying He is good and His mercy endures forever. Then the Lord's temple. Mm was filled with a cloud, and the Lord's glory filled God's temple. What's his glory? His weight. What's his glory? It's kabod in the Hebrew. God says, pay attention, that it was during the Feast of Tabernacles that you didn't just get my omnipresence. It was during the Feast of Tabernacles that you got my manifested presence. Everybody in this building, end of line, stand on your feet, because we're going to do exactly what they did. We're going to do exactly what they did. We're gonna do exactly what they did. We're gonna do exactly what they did. Make this declaration: say, "For the Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever." Say, "For the Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever." Lift your hands in the building and online. Say, "For the Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever." Say it in unison. Everybody say, "For the Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever." For the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Say, God, I need your presence with me. From this day forward, I need your presence with me. For the rest of my days, I need your glory to be with me. Don't let me leave the same way. Don't let me go out the same way. Glory, glory, glory. Say, Sit on me, Lord. Say, Lord, let your glory be heavy on me. Let me feel your presence. Let me feel you touch me. Let me feel you change me. I need to feel your. Come on in this building and online. Shout, Glory. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Say, for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Come on, in the building, in the line, say, for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. He's been good to you. He's been faithful to us. And his mercy. What's mercy, Bishop? Mercy is when God blocks negative, you do deserve. Grace is when he gives you good, you don't deserve. See, watch me. For some of you, I need your worship to shift. We're done. But I need your worship to shift. Because your worship is always in pursuit of something. But real worship is thankful for something. I'm thankful for his mercy. The Lord is good. And his mercy endures
1: forever.
0: Can you just lift your hands right where you're at? Can you open your mouth and sing your own song to the Lord? Can you open your mouth and sing your own song to the Lord right where you're at? That the Lord is good and his, and his mercy endures. Come on. I can't sing. It doesn't matter. It's your song. It's not to your neighbor. It's not to your husband, your wife. It's your song to him. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endureth. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. Come on. Everybody say that. For the Lord is good. In the building and online, no you say, For the Lord is good. Come on, sing, y'all. For the Lord is good. Open your mouth and say, For the Lord is good. Come on and say, For the Lord is good. If he's ever made a way, I don't know where you say Come on, I need to hear you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah For the Lord is good I've seen it for myself For the Lord is good I've watched it for myself He's made a way Hey, out of no way He's opened doors You say, no man could shut You say, for the Lord For the Lord is good Everybody say to the Lord we gotta go we gotta go in this building and online wherever you're at if you need to become a Christian today or recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure Woo! he's good today is your day wherever you're at on the count of three in the building you're gonna slip your hand up online you're going to do the hand baby emoji or say it's me today is the day of salvation for you not tomorrow not next week today god's coming to get you today what's the gospel the good news what's the good news the bad news is wrong you need to become a christian recommit yourself to the lord or be sure on three you slip that hand up one two three slip that hand up in this building online you do the hand baby emoji or say it's me wherever you're at church we celebrate when people come to the lord around here can you just give god a praise for people coming to the lord today Everybody, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. For the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good. Y'all sing it one more time. For the Lord, for the Lord is good. Come on, 915. For the Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he is.
0: If you just prayed that prayer for the first time and recommitted yourself to the Lord, you take your phone out, text HARVEST to 55498 or scan that QR code. Some of you say, but you need a shepherd. You know I'm your shepherd. All you need to do is text HARVEST to 55498 or scan the QR code that's on the screen. You don't have to live in Denver. You don't have to live in Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America, around the world and be a part of Harvest. We're a hybrid church and so the majority of Harvesters actually have never been in the building. It's amazing to me. This past Wednesday night, we had one of our harvesters that's online uh, that is like uh, like our Instagram commenter deluxe. I mean, just, she's always in an amazing time. She says that she just drove and just came up this week and came and was in church on Sunday, in church on Wednesday. Can y'all clap your hands for God connecting people? It blows my mind to see how many people are being impacted. And so, if I'm your shepherd, Bishop, how do you know the voice of your shepherd? That's how you know. Sheep know the voice of their shepherd. When I speak, God speaks to you and you hear him loud and clear. You can be a part of the family. Let me push some of you at the beginning of this month. Serve. Serve. You know I'm your shepherd. You know Harvest is your church. Serve. Use your life to begin to change the lives of other people. You can serve, and there's tons of ministries. There's harvest worship, there's production, which is so important to us reaching people in Denver and Atlanta. As we're beginning to build our team in Atlanta, so many serving opportunities. You can be a part of that. Bishop, how do I serve? Once you join, it'll give you the instructions, or you can just tap serve on our website or in the app. Listen, if you came in late, you weren't able to give, get that ready. If you're going to sew the seal, I want you to get that ready. Get that ready. Bishop, what's our seed today? It's the first day of the month. We're going to cover every day, $31. That's our seed. Say, Bishop, I want to do more than 31. Do more than 31. Bishop, I want to do 310. Do it if I want to do 3,100, do it. But make sure you got a 31 in what you sold to cover the month of October. I'm using text to give. Text him out to 84321. Tap the link. When you see Harvest Church. that's where you want to be. You can use Cash App. That's dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, give the five. That's available. The email is at harvestsearch.church. Mail it in. Mailing address is on the screen. P.O. Box 441004 Aurora, Colorado 844. While you getting your giving ready, I love you, Harvest. I love you, I love you, I love you. And I'm so excited about our future. Guys, this has been another record-breaking year so far. Another record-breaking year so far. And uh, I'm excited about our future. I'm excited that you're part of it. Don't forget... Online, it replays at 11.15, we got some new times, 11.15, 1.15, 4 and 7, that's mountain time. Don't forget, tonight we'll be in Atlanta, in person and online, that's 4 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Eastern time. What are we doing? We're building our team. Thank you, Harvest, for being mature enough to recognize that we can be in buildings and online. Thank you, Harvest, for being mature enough to say, I'm still going to make sure that I'm in worship, whether or not I know if Bishop's going to physically be there or not. Thank you for being mature. Can you just look at the person next to you and say, thank you for being mature. Because we are (laughs) harvests. Wherever you are, we are. And so thank you for that as we continue to endeavor. Thank you for those that serve. I appreciate you tremendously. Our best is here and it's to come. Bishop, why do you say it's here? Because if you keep saying it's to come, it's never here. So you don't just keep saying the best is yet to come. You just got to start speaking. It's here. Come on, speak that. Say, my best is here. Come on, lift your giving to the Lord in the building and the line. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm a faithful giver. Therefore, I flourish. All things work together for my good. I do not know lack. Doors consistently open for me. Gates open for me. Favor finds me. Debts are canceled for me. I seal this word. I cover this month of October. Blow my mind and my finances. In Jesus' name, amen. Masters are passing here at Grape Street. Online, you can hop up on the screen or scan the QR code. I love you, church. Don't forget, um, tomorrow night, Monday night, prayer, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, October the, what is that, the 4th? Is that the 4th? October the 4th, Wednesday. Right back here in this building and online at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Let me just thank you in advance because some of you, and let me just say this. Gifts are my love language, and the only reason I tell you that is because it means so much to me when I see the thought that people put into that. You heard it referenced it being Pastor Appreciation Month, and uh, this is a unique Pastor Appreciation Month because I'm in different cities and all of that. Uh, But I just want to say thank you in advance for all of you for your gifts and your love and all of that i just want to say thank you in advance and uh, i'm excited about the future and i'm excited to be your shepherd i'm excited that god's locked the fire in me to see lives change and i just need you to know that that you have a shepherd that cares
1: You have a shepherd that loves you. Let's
0: do it together, everybody. Love God.
1: Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word DECISION to 55498. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love
2: God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.
1: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.